0: towards the end of our church uh, year, right? The church calendar starts over on that first Sunday of Advent. Um, So towards the end of our church year, she starts getting a little more apocalyptic in her readings. She reminds us over and over again, it seems, of what is going to come at the end. And our society so much doesn't Like talking about that stuff. We don't want to talk about death. Nobody wants to talk about death. But our church and our faith and our scriptures return to it over and over and over again. And this can't be an accident. We know that because the wisdom of God is expressed through the scriptures and through His church. It's this same wisdom we read in the book named Wisdom today that is found by those who seek it. And this wisdom is not something that's content to be passively known. That's what we heard today. Wisdom she seeks to make herself known, even perhaps before we recognize that's what we're looking for. Wisdom is out there trying to find us, to help us, so that we might reach what is called the perfection of prudence. That's what we heard. Taking thought of wisdom is the perfection of prudence. Now that prudence, it's the virtue of knowing the right thing to do and then choosing to do it. It boils down to that. And so to be prudent in all things, to know what the right thing to do is, we have to know where we are going. Hence the discussion of death. That's why the church reminds us so often of judgments, of eternity, of heaven, and occasionally of hell, because we need to know where we're going So that we can make the right decisions because one day we will meet our Lord and at that moment when we meet him every action of our lives will come to its fulfillment and if we didn't know before or if perhaps we were deluding ourselves before we will know whether it was good or bad because the light of God's grace and love will show on those actions and reveal them to us. And so our Lord in the gospel today helps remind us to be ready for that moment. Because we do not know the day nor the hour that we will be called home. And so every moment we live on this earth, we must remember not to take for granted. We have to work hard to fill the lamps of our hearts with the oil of good works and faith and prayer. That is the oil of holiness. It's a work that takes a lifetime, and only we are able to do it. We can't lean over to the person next to us and say, here, give me some of your holiness, fill up my lamp, right? It just doesn't work that way, does it? It can rub off on us a little bit, right? If we live with holy people, if we have people around us who are good examples, that, that can be wonderful for us and assist us in the pursuit of holiness. But I can't take it from them. If I'm holy, it's up to me. That's what this is all about reminding us that it's our good works, that it's our struggle for faith, because it is a struggle. It's our continual work to turn back to God in prayer that fills our hearts with the oil of holiness to keep that light, that lamp shining shining brightly This way of light versus darkness is something the church has reminded us from the very beginning. There's this ancient writing in our church, the earliest one that's not in the Bible. It's called the Didache. It almost made it in the Bible, but for some reason or another, I'm not a scripture scholar, it didn't. They believe that the apostles at least had a hand in putting it together. And it starts by telling us, there are two ways, one of life and one of death, but a great difference between the two ways. The way of life then is this, first, you shall love God who made you, second, your neighbor as yourself, and whatever you wish not to happen to you, you should not do to another. Fairly straightforward, but very challenging. A few chapters later in this work, it outlines the way of death. And I'll be honest, the way of death is a list that's like this long, because it's got, you know, murder, greed, lust, all those things and it. It just lists everything out. It's a reminder for us of that parable of the Lord, really, that the way to heaven is narrow and challenging, but the way to elsewhere is wide and easy so that following of the Lord that filling up those lamps of our hearts with the oil of holiness is going to be a challenge every day of our life but the reward is so great because those wise virgins who did the hard thing who lived the life with that goal in mind Remembering that we have one job, and that's to be ready when the bridegroom comes, to have our lamps prepared and full of oil to greet him when he comes. They remembered their one job and oriented their actions towards it, whereas the foolish ones didn't keep that end in mind, that goal in mind. Our goal is heaven. To be wise, every action we do should be oriented to heaven. Every action we do should fill our hearts, the lamps of our hearts, with that oil of holiness. If we live this way as Christians, then as St. Paul tells us, we have nothing to fear. We can look around the world and everybody is afraid to talk about death and afraid to confront it. But as Christians, we know where we are going. And if we live our life that way, we have nothing to fear. That's the whole point of Christianity. To get that fear out of our hearts because we know that we have a God who loves us and wants us in heaven. And that gives us hope. Because Christ died and rose for us and he promised us eternal life all we have to do is remember that and live our lives in such a way that we show we actually believe it